Welcome to Angel Talk Cafe, your connection to the angelic realm and so much more. For the next hour, sit back, relax, grab your favorite beverage, and let's talk. The call-in number is 1-347-989-0195. And now... Let's meet your Angel Talk Cafe hosts, Joy Barker and Dan, her twin flame. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Joy, your host, and joining me as always is Dan, my co-host. Welcome, Dan. Hi, everyone. It's interesting because I was going to say, wow, what a week it's been, and then I realized it's only Monday. I'm like, was Monday really that long? But apparently it felt like it today. No, it lasted all day long. It did. (laughs) It can only get better, right? (laughs) Chat room is open. I will join you in the chat room and bring your questions and or comments to the airwaves. We are on Facebook, Angel Talk Cafe. Please like our Facebook page. Sign up. For our show invite, Notes from Above, you can send me an email at angeltalkcafe at yahoo.com. Just put show invite in the subject line and I will sign you up for our show invite to let you know what guests we have coming up or any other special events. If you provide your physical address, I will send you a gift from the Bundle of Joy. We always have some great gifts in there, so I really suggest that you do that. Whether you're listening in live tonight or by the archives, drop me an email. Next week in the cafe, we have returning guest Kara Sherman. Kara is a professional psychic, medium. Um, She's a master at Tarot. And so she will be joining us in the cafe, and that's next Monday. We have a very special guest in the cafe tonight. Dan and I are very pleased to have Judith Lukomsky back in the cafe. And let me start off by saying, I, I'm a, let me apologize for my voice. It's getting a little raspy. I'm not sure what's going on there. May have a cold coming on, but uh, I apologize for that. But Judith Lunkowski, a gifted intuitive writer and healer, teacher, a crystal expert, she is the co-author of Crystal Therapy, a leader in the human consciousness transformation movement. Judith is committed to helping mankind embrace the positive possibilities of change. She is the founder of the Crystal Energist, practitioner training, and creator of the CD series, Crystals with Judith, and the Empowering Gems Success Strategies Program. A Hay House author and engaging speaker, Judith delivers profound insights for contemporary audiences working with clients around the globe 
She offers clarity and healing on important issues from emotional well-being, relationships, health, and finances to soul purpose and career questions. Judith, what's coming up in 2015? Thank you, Dan. Um, 2015 is going to be a really exciting year, and, and we're already feeling the momentum, the shifts that are beginning to happen. And it's really calling us into that unity consciousness, the transformation that occurs, that has been occurring for the last you know, 15 or 20 years. It's continuing to accelerate at an even faster rate. So we're seeing things that are much more profound happening very quickly in, in compressed time, if you will. So we're going to see a lot of focus on health, natural healing, on understanding our own uh, responsibility for that healing and, and taking our health really into account in every aspect of our lives. So it's being aware of what does it mean to be physically healthy, mentally healthy, spiritually healthy, making healthy decisions in relationships, finance, career, just in life. So this is a time where we're going to have an opportunity to really take our roots that we've been putting in so deeply in, into our spirituality and the focus of, of mankind and seeing this shift rather than going vertically, you know, and growing and growing and growing, but really this expansive outward lateral type of, of movement. So it's in a really extraordinary time. Absolutely. And uh, I feel that, that same uh, positive attitude toward expansion of being able to spread out uh, uh the consciousness uh just to everyone um and it's something that uh that Joe and I are involved in as well. Well, you know it's so remarkable right now when we look at the world. This is the first time that the world if you will, has had access to all the different religions at the same time, that understanding this unity, this consciousness of connection, this understanding that there is so much more than what we typically see, if you will, in our human form, but this connection of spirit and this connection of heart, and expanding that into the infinite possibilities of the universe. You know, there's there's such a momentum forward in healing and, and medical changes that we're going to be seeing. We're going to be seeing this expansive change in traditional type of, of institutions that no longer can survive with the way things have been, right? So there's this time of how do we teach our children differently? How do we engage on a really core level authentically every day? And there's not there's not a separation between personal and professional, if you will. We're seeing that a lot in the workspace where what you put out into the social media is in your work arena also. And so we're seeing this the separation what used to be in place is dissipating. And that's that's pretty exciting because you get the whole person. Judith, one of the things that I definitely felt as soon as we went into the new year was that we are going to be the change that we want to see. And I feel that in such a big way. And, um, you know, I've already been asked to join some projects that um, are going to be, I mean, talk about expansion, it's going to be big. And I'm just so excited, um, especially in the health field, the alternative. I think things are going to change. And um, I really, really feel that 2015 is it. Major, major changes. Mm Mm-hmm. We're on that precipice. 
you know, we're seeing so much already happening in the traditional allopathic arena that's beginning to shift. We're seeing quantum touch in hospitals and Reiki being invited into hospitals. But what's really exciting and, and what I've seen and, and am so, so excited about is there are this this tremendous change with the medical field in the sense of not being a place to go when you're ill, but rather a place to go for healing. So really shifting into that mentality of a healing facility versus going in for this continual treatment. So it's kind of a shift of mindset. And that's a pretty exciting thing because it's about yeah, it how, do you, how do you stay healthy? How do you how do you increase that in the community instead of how do you treat the illness? And we're seeing a shift from people being really unaware, for example, of how they're fueling their body to now understanding that if they put good fuel in, then they're going to maintain that precious gift of health. So we're learning how to expand our, our own consciousness in awareness of how we care for our physical self by making, again, those really profound positive choices in every aspect of our life. Well, I'll tell you what, I definitely am making, um, and it's so interesting because I was actually talking to a friend today about that. It's like, okay, this is that, um, you know, Dan was part of this when I said, you know, we are making some major um, different choices, better choices as far as health goes in eating and exercising, it's like this is it. We have to change. It's it's time. It's more than time. Well, it's and, Oh, I'm sorry. No, just in in doing it for more of a preventative, and in, in um, when you use the word, you know, as far as looking for healing versus, um, you know, taking care of the ill, it's like do the healing, get the healing, be the healing. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about that for um, both of us. Mm-hmm. And it's a ripple effect, you know. It's as you as you stand in your your core of health, right? That that rooted connection to your well being. Then that's what you're going to be putting out into the world. And that's the shift that we're starting to see is this ripple effect. You know, people are becoming accountable for their own energy. And that's part of, you know, what we talk about in the Crystal Energist program and the work that we do with the energy. Because as you become aware of how fine-tuned your energy is, you have choices that can either amplify what you're feeling when it's positive or decrease it when it's negative and readjust it so that you're always in that constant state of balance. It's finding the harmony in your life. It's understanding how to to work with those things that are stressful. You know, how do you alleviate them or how do you perhaps just find ways to to put yourself in another situation or do things that will relieve that stress and embrace the joy of being alive in this beautiful time. Absolutely. I want to give a shout-out to those in the chat room. Our listener call-in number is 347-989-0195. Judith will be doing crystal readings so if you're interested, please give us a call. Excuse me. Judith, talking about crystals, let's say we're going to um, start looking at crystals for health reasons. Mm-hmm. 
how would we go about picking a crystal? Um, I'll use an exam- example for any cardiac issues. Mm-hmm. Well, the, one of the things that you can do when when we talk about crystal healing is look at how that illness, if you will, is manifesting in in the area of the body. So when we talk about cardiac, we talk about the heart, and that's circulatory, or it's looking at a couple different different energies around that. So when I'm tapping into it now, what I'm feeling is really this is about what's on your heart, you know, what's going on with where are you feeling burdened or what's going on with the energy around that. So with that information, I would say that using a rose quartz or a garnet to to supplement for a circulatory um, is going to really help move that energy. I love it. Okay, thank you. So... Um, you said rose quartz mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the garnet. Right. The garnet is for the circulatory system. So, for example, wearing a, a garnet and hematite bracelet is a great way to use crystal energy as a touchstone uh, to keep you connected to the body, focused on I, I live my life with ease, and really help ground that energy. Perfect. Perfect. I like adding the hematite there. And it's really fun. You can create your own crystal bracelets and that kind of thing to use as touchstones or to carry. They're very simple and easy to find. When you choose to create your own, you're really amplifying, again, that intention. So it's a great way to express creativity, to design something that is very personal to you, and to see your your work, if you will, right there as a touchstone. Perfect. I love it. So I'm not that well versed in, in crystals myself, but uh, you know, so just uh, so if I go out and I purchase a a, a garnet uh, uh, bracelet and wear it, uh, is there anything that I have to uh, do to prepare it to uh, for my use, or is is it just the fact that I'm in contact with it? Well, there are different ways that that you in and, and work with stones. When you're working with something like a bracelet and you're working with a specific health-related issue, then you really do want to, to be very focused on clearing and cleansing. And really with any selection you want to do that. It's about allowing your choice you know, to be focused. And you might go in looking for a garnet bracelet, and yet you might come out with bloodstone. Now, that they would work in very similar ways, but it's what's appropriate for your vibrational frequency. So it's trusting that instinct to know what to select and then how to to clear it. And clearing it, you can do it in many different ways. You can do it uh, with water or or taking um, a salt bath, if you will. There's lots of different ways. And we can go on for that and lots and lots. So once you have that... I'm sorry, continue. Oh, no, I was just going to say, once you have it cleared and then you set the intention, what do you want that that partnership to be, you know, for example, if you're wearing it, it would be, you know, to use as a touchstone or you may choose to have a simple crystal as a meditation tool or perhaps one put in your work area to remind you to stay focused on being balanced. Lots of different applications. So we can use crystals um, for manifesting Mm -hmm. goals, desires, well, there's a wonderful way to connect with the crystalline energy to work with manifestation, right? 
when we were talking about manifestation, the first thing is to be very clear on what your intention is. What is it that you're drawing into your life? So if it's good health, for example, you know, it's remembering that all of these chakras work in conjunction. They work in union, and those are the energy centers within the body. And each of those have a representative crystal, for example. So when you're working with that concept, then you may have, for example, those seven chakra stones, and you would look at each one. So the root chakra would be the garnet that we were talking about, or the hematite. And then as you move up into the, to the <clears throat> excuse me, sacral or the second chakra, then that might be a carnelian to open up that creativity, with the next being the solar plexus to open up confidence. So a citrine would be perfect for that. Moving into the heart, what we were talking about earlier for the rose quartz is a great conduit of, of energy and intention. Moving into the the throat chakra, um, which really um, turquoise would be a fabulous tool for you. That's a great one to open up that connection between heaven and earth and also clear out the energy of of that that fifth chakra. And then amethyst for the sixth or the third eye. And finally quartz for the, the crown chakra. And maintaining that flow of energy. Because again, it's directing that flow into that pristine being, which is you. How do we know when a crystal has um, it's holding enough of the energy? It's it's uh, how do I want to say it's full? It's um, charged. Not when charged, it's charged. That's... When maybe it needs recharging. That's that's the that's the question. How do you know when it needs recharging? Well, what we typically you want to do is. Ask yourself how you're working with the crystal. How are you connecting? You know, is this a crystal where you're holding the intention and holding that energy for manifestation, or is it one where you're working to release? And I would also differentiate and say, you know, if you're working with your own personal stones or working with client stones, because again, you want to really pay attention to that energy. With a client or a practitioner type of situation, you clear after every use and you recharge after every use. With a personal stone, you may be wanting, I guess I mentioned, to build that energy. So when you have a stone that is feeling, because vibrationally you can can kind of tell if it's feeling a little overloaded or tired, or sometimes what happens um, is they will actually break. After the the energy is done, you know, clients have said, well, gosh, you know, my crystal broke and, and what do I do with it? Well, typically it's because whatever you were working on has concluded or it's time to give that crystal back to Mother Earth to recharge. I love it. I love it, giving it back. Mm-hmm. And they're great. Are there I mean, any? They're... I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, when when that happens, it's oftentimes great to put in the garden or into the houseplants or potentially to take back to the ocean or a water source, you know, just what feels appropriate. Perfect. I love that. Um And I totally just lost the question I was going to ask you. I do apologize. That's okay. How about if I take it down another um, step, if you will, then? So we've Perfect. Selected, Go ahead. We've selected, we've cleared. So clearing again through the salt or the water or you know, taking it out into nature, the crystal that is. Um, now we've talked a little bit about what happens when it's time to charge it up. Well, you know, charging it up can be done with sunlight. It can be done with moonlight. It can be done with intention. And that's really, you know, when you're putting the crystal out in the sunlight, 
you're charging it up, right? You're charging it up so that it really can move that energy. It's just like if we were looking at male and female energy. The sunlight is going to be that male, make things happen kind of energy, where the moon energy is much more receptive. And then there's also what I love to, to work with are the moon cycles. So, for example... If it's a full moon, then it's it's about release. I'm letting go, you know, and that's a great time to put your crystals out when you're clearing and letting go of everything. We have a new moon coming up tomorrow, which is really exciting. Um, it's an Aquarian full moon, or excuse me, new moon, Ooh. and it's at a zero degree, which means this is a great time to take those ideas that you want to create, your intention, your clarity of action, and choose the stone that you're going to use as a touchstone to remind you of that, to help you move through into that next um, step of a series of action steps. Thank so you that, for that. Mm-hmm, this, the, the natural cycles of the earth and the heavens are so intertwined with working with crystal energy. It's really lovely. I remembered my question. Okay. Are is there a particular um, crystal for 2015? Well, there are a couple that, for me, have really called my focus. And I think it's important because as we move into this time of cultural shift, we're seeing a lot of changes within major institutions and really governments that are, are shifting and people that want to be heard but aren't being heard. And the stone that comes up with that kind of energy is lapis. You know, lapis is this beautiful um, energy that works with its throat, and it's really about working with the energies of the earth chakra, the throat chakra, and bringing forward the ideas of of interdependence, of working together, of collaboration, of a circular economy, if you will, where we're sharing and we're really together being very successful. And that's a redefinition in some respects of what is success. How can we be you know, helping one another. So lapis is a really important stone for this time. And that, to me, feels like it's moving into 2017. So it's it's this two-year time frame that we're moving in. The other one that comes oh, up that, that has, to me, a great feeling of that heart-centeredness because we're moving into the space of really living in that heart space. And that's the bridge between, if you will, the physical and the non-physical, or heaven and earth. And that, to me, is the kyanite stone, which is a beautiful blue stone that ha- that opens up and really helps to continually clear that space. And it's it's a stone that works in the in the throat, and in in my experience, also opens up that heart to speak from the heart. So when you use that in conjunction with rose quartz, so we have kyanite, lapis, and rose quartz. Those are really amazing stones for 2015. Perfect. Thank you for that. Judith, what would you consider to be the most powerful crystal? Now, that's a tough question. (laughs) (laughs) Is there such a thing? Yeah, exactly. Is there such a thing? You know, from my perspective, there are different vibrations that come up with each of the stones, and there's a time for that that would be powerful for, for the energy of the individual. So when you ask me that question, I think of the the world right now. And the world right now to me, the powerful crystals around that are really azurite and malachite because that combination is so powerful in maintaining a focus on our planet in our heart space. And again, coming from that space of speaking and living from 
from our heart and speaking our truth. But there are a lot of discussions on which the highest vibration is. And, you know, there's Moldavite, which is, you know, from the stars, if you will. It's it's a meteorite. There's the, the discussion around diamonds or, you know, looking at some of the, the more um, traditional healing stones such as Damborite. I mean, there's just a lot of them. And, and certainly diamonds are, are in that grouping as well as emeralds. And we have that that awareness from a societal standpoint based on their precious gemstone status. But there's lots of different layers of, you know, healing attributes and how they're used. And, um, again, if we looked across the globe, they're so intertwined with the evolution of humankind. It's pretty exciting when we stop and think about that. Exactly. So, really, in, in picking out... In picking out a, a crystal to uh, or a stone to to work with, it's it's all about the intention, where you, what you're going to use it for, and um, and it's to what purpose you have for it. Absolutely, Dan. Do you mind if I just perhaps um, tap in and, and see what crystal comes up for you? Sure. Because the one that's popping up right now for you is Sujalite. And Sujalite is a beautiful, deep purple stone. Um, typically, it's aligned with Archangel Michael. And it's a particularly good stone when you're working with the neurosciences or working to to activate uh, the different brain elements to take that next step into awareness and mindfulness. So it's a great channel activator. And that that's one that's coming up for you right now. Mm, okay. Awesome. Sujalite. I love it. It is the Archangel Michael. Mhm. That one would be a fabulous one if you would choose to wear it, say, as a pendant or something like that, or even use it in meditation and, and use it as a third eye stone. It's interesting because I'm actually there are times when uh, when I'm sitting quiet and uh, I actually see purple uh, or violet uh, type of. Uh, uh, it's almost as if I see it like a. Not like quite like a mist, um, kind of a, like a thin veil mm-hmm. around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that could be you know, the energetic, energetic vibrations, the auric fields. There's a lot of different ways that energy can come through from the heavens, and it's that divine connection. Judith, can we talk a little bit about crystal grids? What they are, and how you would put one together for whatever intention um, that you want to manifest. You know, I'm so glad you asked that. That's one of my favorite topics. And I think most people would be be familiar with crystal grids if we talked about the monolithic uh, stones. So, for example, Stonehenge is a crystal grid when you stop and think about it. There are these mammoth rocks that have been created in a specific shape for a specific reason with an energetic vibration. That's, that is in, its, in itself a crystal grid. So we have these throughout the world, and they've been used in many, many different ways. When we talk about creating a more portable version, right, um, we, we can look at um, specific shapes. And I like to work with sacred geometry a lot. Um, so you'll see in the crystal therapy book there's a whole section on grids and, and different ways that they can be put together and the steps to do that. So, for example, working with um, the romance grid and the love grid, one of the things that was so fun when, when I was writing and working with that book is how that crystal 
grid came into my awareness, which was through a um, a journaling session I had done after meditation, and I kept seeing the infinity symbol. And I kept seeing it in a way where it was a pulsating heart in the center, and then a, a variation of clear crystal and then rose crystal. And that it was to balance the male and the female energy coming into the one heart center and really being in a constant state of flow. So it's creating from that space of personal understanding and then also understanding some of the dynamics of, again, different uh, sacred geometry or shapes or things that, that we are familiar with and have an opportunity to put into daily practice. So to create, for example, a personal grid, one of the things that you can do is just take a look at your crystal friend, so to speak, um, see which ones call to you, and then create a shape that speaks to you. So, for example, one of the, the crystal grids is a spiral that we talk about creativity and using carnelian and quartz, and you create an alternating stone spiral to help manifest that focus of creation. So whatever it is that you're wanting to um, tap into as far as an artistic endeavor. Or it may be as simple as, you know, learning how to cook. It's All of that is, is part of our our healthy life. And what I mean by healthy life is that space of well-being so that when we're in a place of joy, we're tapping into using the gifts of Mother Earth and Heaven to create a life of joy. Perfect. <laughs> and the book you're talking about is, is Crystal Therapy? It is. Mm, okay. Crystal therapy. And it's interesting because I was flipping through um, your book today, and absolutely the infinity sign with the heart, mm-hmm. um, it that just totally jumped out at me. It's beautiful. It's a very special one, and it's a grid right now that, that has a lot of different meanings to it. Because, you know, when we talk about the love and the romance piece of it, most people understand immediately with the romance piece, it's my partner, it's my twin flame, it's my soulmate, it's all those kind of wonderful connections. But it's also about the love of humanity, the love for one another, the love of the earth, the love of, you know, creating in the space of nature the essence of our true self. And that is to be in a space of love. So it's also for that self-love. Huh. That just makes me want to take a deep breath and go, yes. Um, <laughs> you know, because when you talk about, you know, even on a worldwide level, love, um, that just really hit. That just really hit. Um, I've noticed that some people um, use the mirrors. Mm-hmm. for the, And the crystal grids on top of that. Can you tell me what the benefit uh, is there a, does it matter what shape or size the mirror is and what that does? Well, that's really a personal choice. Some people will talk about that as reflection. Some people talk about it as doubling or the, the energy around it. It really, you know, it's a choice to use or not to use. One of oh, the things okay. That I, one of the things that I suggest that people do is really use the crystal grids as a focal tool. You know, a focal tool for your meditation, a tool in your in your environment so that you can see it and visually integrate it. Um, and you can use a tray. One of the best things that, that I found was to put it on, you know, uh, just a little tray that you can move around easily. And I typically will work with feng shui, for example, in conjunction with the crystals. So if there's uh, perhaps, 
you know, something that I want to do in creativity or in health, and I'll put it in that part of the Bagua map of the of the home. And that's there's also kind of a, an overview of that in the book. But basically, it's a nine section grid that relates to the different areas of life that you can amplify energy in. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. That I really definitely look for. And, you know, crystal grids can be very, very simple. I work a lot with kids and such, and one of the things that we do with children that have a lot of, of energy sometimes don't fall asleep really quickly um, is to create a sleep grid. And this is one that, you know, I also use when I travel. It's a simple selection of four uh, rose quartz, and you put one in each corner of the room with a hematite under the bed to create this cocoon of of comfort and to ground that so that you feel that energy being cleared in, in the room and you have this really lovely space to relax because that tween time is when we have the opportunity to really connect connect with source and to connect with our, our higher selves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for that reminder. I personally have not been sleeping well. And I this morning I woke up thinking, what am I going to do? I don't not quite sure why I'm not sleeping well, but um, I definitely have the stones necessary to do that. So I will do that this evening. I'm glad you brought that up, and I'm sorry that you're not sleeping well. It's something that I've heard a lot recently. And oh, really? One of the, mm-hmm, there's a lot of energy that's moving right now, you know, and it's an energy that that is moving at a higher vibration and a frequency that we're starting to integrate differently on our physical self again. And so if your body is asking for more rest or you're finding that your sleep patterns have changed a little bit, you know, allow yourself to kind of fall into that, if you will. You know, fall into, for example, if you're waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning, that might be an That's exactly when I'm waking up. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's funny how that works, huh? Um, that might be an opportunity to do a little bit of journal work and then to allow your breath work to take you back into a sleep state. And what I mean by breath work, it's it's a mindfulness in your breath. It's a mindfulness that, that puts you back in a state of relaxation. Okay. Okay. It's interesting because it's like um, I've been doing more like dozing off and then waking up as soon as I start going into that deeper sleep. But I know that it's about um, 3 o'clock that I start going to sleep and staying asleep. So I I had said that wrong, but yeah. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. At least then I think I can um, work with that. Well, and the other thing, you, you know, you work with the angels all the time, is to really mm-hmm. ask for them to maintain your sleep schedule so that you feel rested. And to Thank you for that you. reminder. Help. Well, you know, we all need reminders, right? <laughs> we all have moments like that. Oh, stop. <laughs> uh, but it really does make a difference. Thank you for that. Um, Judith, we're going to go to our first caller. Great. Um, and we're going to the caller with the last four digits of 9913. Hello, you're on the air with Angel Talk Cafe and Judith Lomkowski. Hello? Hello? Yes, hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Your name? Sonia. 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 Oh, hi. Um, I wanted to call in to ask a career question. Okay. Um, Yes. I was uh, 
laid out for my job in December. And um, I've been, uh, you know, uh, putting out the applications ever since. And I just wanted to see um, what you were picking up for me. You're cutting out a little bit, so I want to make sure I have the question correct. Is that you, mm-hmm. you were laid off in December and you want to know what's what's the next step for your career? Well, yeah, just I've been putting applications and applying for different jobs. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I wanted to see, you know, what you were picking up for me. It feels to me like two things. Um, you are you are on your path to employment in a different way. Mm-hmm. So the jobs that you've been applying for, you might want to look outside what your comfort level is and look at something a little bit different. I have, also, been. I have been doing that, yeah. Good. Because it feels to me like this is also a time for you to um, go back to school to a certain degree. There's something around education for you, whether that's working in a, in the field of education or going back into um, getting a, some type of certification. That feels really important for you. Have you been looking at any classes online and such? Because that, that would be really helpful for you. Yes, I have, but I just can't you know, quit working and go to school full time. Um, no, I, I understand. But- I, I, forgive me for they're they're kind of pushing this one um, very quickly. There's a lot that can be done working with a massive open courseware. So there uh-huh. are free classes that you can find via Stanford or um, a lot of the different universities are going mm-hmm. out, and you can you can get those classes. You can get that education. Right, right. I mean, some of those courses, you know, they, they don't take a week or so. They take several months. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I can't be several months without a job. Like, no, no, this is like in conjunction. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is, no, this absolutely. is in conjunction. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all for that. I'm all for education and training. Absolutely. Well, this feels to me like again, education is a really important piece for you. So I would encourage you to look at where you can employ that also, mm-hmm. where you can be employed mm-hmm. with education. There is a, a the black tourmaline and, and uh, citrine would be really good for you as tools to manifest where you want to be. Okay. But you're okay, on Sonia? Okay. Thank you for your call. Thank you. You know, Judith, Sonia brings up a good question because jobs right now um, are definitely difficult to come by. Mm-hmm. So is there a career or life path grid that's listed in your book? There are a couple. Um, and what I mean by that, there are different different approaches to manifesting um, that life purpose. Because that's what most people right now are looking at. It's not only just the job. We all mm-hmm. we, we all look at that. We all, you know, are engaged in that because we we are in an economy that requires it. But it's also about what is my soul asking for. And what we're going to be seeing in the next few years in particular is a shift in how we interact in, in terms of economics. Because it's going to be more authentic as more small businesses are coming up, more sole purpose businesses are coming up. And coming back into that space of understanding what is it that that is uniquely my gift to offer to the world. You know, what I have noticed the trend being is um, people that may have been in the executive field, um, the business person that decides to let that go and do something that is more 
beneficial to the community or to helping others or mm-hmm. um, the healing arts. We, you've, you've really tagged it because it's a service economy. Mm-hmm. How can I be of mm-hmm. service to my community? How can I be of service to mankind? And it's tapping into that greater heart space where we're talking about an economic structure that works more in alignment with our values. You know, I totally feel that 2015, and I've been saying this since since the new year, that this is going to be the new year that so many people are going to make a shift, you know, becoming that change that not only that we want to see or want to be, that we need, that we so need on a universal level. Mm-hmm. And, you you know, you've said that very well. As, as Gandhi reminded, you know, initially, I can't even talk there for a second, initialized that, that thought process about be the change, right? Mm-hmm. It is that constant mm-hmm. momentum to be what we want to create in the world, to be in that space of not waiting for someone to make it so, but rather taking action with thoughtful and mindful steps. I love it. I absolutely love it. Judith, you have some um, programs that, some uh, certification programs that you teach. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Sure. Um, I work a lot, as we've been talking about, with energy and crystals. So there's that aspect with the Crystal Energist Practitioner Program where there is a hands-on uh, class and, and structure about how to work with the healing aspects of the of the crystals, um, which is one of my favorites. And there's also a series of, of coaching elements that I put together because I kept having folks ask about that. And that's called GEMS. And GEMS is really about understanding how energy works when we create our goals and the energy to manifest them to lead a successful and satisfying life. So it's helping people to bridge where they are today to where they want to be. And what are the things that are going on within you that are creating any roadblocks or ways to move through with ease? It's really opening up and understanding how to be, as we were talking about just a moment ago, in this new environment, in this new world that we're creating. So it's tapping into all those aspects of self to bring that gift out into the world. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It's it's so exciting when, you know, I've been privileged to witness people really tap into their true their true heart's desire and see their success and see their passion and see the ripple that they're putting out into the world that really is creating this opportunity for more and more people to step onto the path of their true heart's desire. It's extraordinary. Judith, is your classes taught in person or online or both? Um, It's really both. Okay. So it's it's oftentimes I will do teleclasses, and I'll be posting some of those probably in the next week or two um, because I'm working on some very new ones, which is exciting. Uh, And then also I have some that are specifically taught in person. The Crystal Energist is one of those classes. And then the GEMS coaching is really done um, both online and phone and in person. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a question in the chat room, and as long as I can pronounce the word right, I guess we'll... we'll 
I have a person that says I have a small hemophorite. Mm-hmm. Hemophorite. Do you know what um, carved angel? When I pur- purchased it, about ten. Mm-hmm. Purchased it about ten years ago. It was a lovely blue color. Today it is a milky white. It, um, hang on, the, the chat room's moving. It has never been in the sun, so why would the color change? I have other hemophorites that are still blue. You know, that could be that for whatever reason. Hemi that... for, hemimorphite. Hemimorphite? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a type of, of crystal. And okay. typically... Typically, um, well, it happens when you have something like that where it's a stone that, that's either changed color for some reason or, again, you know, shifted shades. Typically, the energy is just being absorbed differently with that, that particular stone. So it may be a placement of where that stone is. It may be that that individual has worked with the energy and has just shifted that. It happens. Okay. Interesting. You know, yeah, it, if it hasn't been out in the sun, that's typically what it is, is the energy aspect. Is that an indication that it needs to be recharged, cleansed, or it just happens? Well, again, you know, what we were talking about earlier, it's really important to consistently clear your stones or prepare your stones. So, in other words, you know, if you've been manifesting with this angelic stone for a period of time, then it probably needs to be cleared, you know, and so sometimes where there, that color shift comes in, it can simply be, you know, a, just a change in the in the structure. Oh, okay. So for that color change, uh, it might not be an, an indication that you need to chuck it. Just need no. to work with it a little bit. Well, yeah. you know it. It's a great reminder, and that's I'm so glad you brought that up. You know, we all go through transitions in life, right? So I do. When something, <laughs> we all do. And when something happens like that, it's a, sometimes a reminder to stop and, and to appreciate where we are in life, you know, and to appreciate the beauty in all the different cycles of our lives, wherever we are as we go through this process of maturing, of changing, of growing into a different part of our life. Things shift. Thank you. Um, She wants to know if it will ever be blue again. You know, I don't know. It might. But if it's shifted at this point, it might shift back. But it doesn't feel like it to me right now. (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, And she also has a message for Dan. I would never chuck a crystal, Dan. And she's got a little <laughs> wink. <laughs> well, okay. No, I, I almost felt like Judas' heart dropped there when he said that. Just a little bit. But I, just I knew a little know. bit. I knew it. I, it was hey, safe. I, I didn't think you'd chuck it. No, probably not. We could always give it back to Mother Earth. Um, Here we go. Yeah, and it's funny because she then says, which is why I have thousands of them. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> that is sweet. Judith, your contact information. You can reach me um, 
on Facebook at Crystal Friends Community. There's I, I do all kinds of fun updates there. My email is Judith at CrystalFriends.com, and certainly the website always has information at, at CrystalFriends.com. And thank you for thank that. You. There's a, also oh, an opportunity absolutely. to sign up for the newsletter. I send out periodic updates and all kinds of fun things. Great. Great, great. Um, I'm just going over my notes. I want to make sure that we're getting everything in. Um, well, if if we have a moment, I'd like us to, to touch on relationships too. Because this oh, perfect. Because this is going to be a really pivotal time as we move into this shift into heart-centered um, living is to really be aware of our relationships on every aspect of our life in every aspect of our lives. It's you know, being attuned to consistency of who we are authentically and putting that that energy into the world with a very clear consciousness. In other words, it's being true to yourself with compassion to all of the ways that we interact with people. And what I mean by that is clear communication, consistent um, really being compassionate in the communication, in, in being in your state of truth, but communicating with passion and care and love, and being very conscious of the ways that we connect with people, unconsciously and consciously. So when that communication is is flowing, you know, it can be a silent communication, but think about what would happen if that silent communication was simply a smile. Mm-hmm. And how that ripple of light comes out into the world versus holding in, you know, concern and frustration and anger. Because all those are going on right now, too. It's how we deal yeah. with the emotional side of where we are in this space, in this moment, in this time. And consciously choosing to stand in the space of love and not be invited to go down a path that, that perhaps isn't for the greatest and the highest good. So relationships and and staying in that space. So what we talked about in the very beginning of our conversation, that rose quartz is such an important stone for maintaining a focus on love. Absolutely. Thank you for that heartfelt reminder um, that we, what we should be doing on a daily basis with people. I always I am one to always um when I'm walking the dog, you know, smile and say good morning or hello. Um because you never know the impact that's gonna have on that person that day at that moment. Mhm. So true. And that brings up a really good good point too. One of my favorite things is to remind folks, particularly when we're doing the energist class, is every time you step on the earth, you step on a crystal. So you have the opportunity to send out a vibration of love. So think about on your walk, if you were just to take a moment and just send that vibration out into the world to go into the grid system to end up wherever love was needed in the world. Oh, simple, my gosh. That simple gift. It I changes love it. the dynamics. It just It's such a simple thing to do. I love it. And that's the piece that we were talking about earlier in, in terms of living with a true, joyful, loving consciousness. And that's what you know. 2015 is really asking us to do is to stay in that space of love. You know, one of the most profound experiences that I had um, 
in a meditation uh, with uh, Crystal was I was actually going through one of my practitioner programs and was really, really releasing a lot emotionally. And on this particular day during this program, um, I was really emotional. I was just releasing um, so much, and I was very tearful, just very, very tearful. And I had this girl who very gently, you know, pulled me to the side, and we were just breaking for lunch, but she took the time to sit with me, and she says, just close your eyes, just close your eyes. And she says, put your feet flat on the floor. And she said, now I want you to envision a big, big crystal just coming up from Mother Earth and resting at the bottom of your feet. Mm-hmm. And everything within me just went, just released. And I thought that was the most profound and beautiful um, story that I have, that healing that I received with that crystal that come up, that gift from Mother Earth. And you just reminded me of that story. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful story. You know, I think it's a it's a real opportunity to remind folks that we are, in fact, one with Mother Earth. When you look at the physical makeup of our bodies and the aspects of the mineral kingdom that are within us, you know, if we don't have calcite in our bodies, you know, our bone structure doesn't work. It, it, the balance oh, right. of potassium, yeah. you know, those those things are reminiscent of of our mineral kingdom. So it's really interesting when we start thinking about how interconnected and interwoven all of nature is. We really are this unified essence. It's extraordinary. It really is. Yeah, one really thing is. I never get tired of hearing is is the, is the fact that we are all stardust. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. It's beautiful. I mean, it, it really is that remarkable essence. Awesome. Judith, the hour is almost up. Oh, my and goodness. always, when you're in the cafe, we have such a wonderful time talking about these awesome crystals and the healings that, that take place. Um, again, your website, crystalfriends.com, they can find all the information about your programs, your certification programs, and any events that you may have um, going on, correct? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, on the calendar section, so I thank you for that. It's always such a delight oh, to get to visit. Well, thank you. I-, I love it when you can join us in the cafe, and I wish you much, much success and the work that you continue doing. It's absolutely beautiful. Thank you. It's it's truly my, my joy and my passion to be able to bring that essence of love into into life and in, in the the crystal and the practitioner program and the work that I do with organizations. It's just an incredible blessing. Judith, thank you so much much for joining us in the cafe. Thank you for being with us. Truly thank you. I wish you all the best. And Me too. All right. Thank you. Well, that was another awesome show with Judith. I just love it when she joins us and we can talk about crystals. I do want to let everyone know that in February, Dan and I will be doing a show on um, my favorite subject, angels. 
and we will be talking more about how angels um, help in everyday life situations. I've always got great stories to share and tell uh, my personal experiences with the angels, and I just absolutely love doing that. We also have Dawson Church, who will be joining us in the cafe on February 9th, I believe it is, um, an EFT expert and healer. I really expect that show to be a fun one. And then on the 23rd, I believe it is, we have Bonnie Snyder back in the cafe. She's the author of Angel Violet's Magic Wings. She will be back in the cafe, and her and I will be making making an announcement. Um, so please tune in for that show. And remember to always ask your angels. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thank you for listening to Angel Talk Cafe. We'd like to hear more from you, so please post your comments on our Angel Talk Cafe page on Facebook. And for more information about Joy's Angel, Mediumship, and Seashell readings, visit her website at angeltalkcafe.com. Okay.